Well, hello, Boomer. Welcome into the Boomers and More podcast. This is the program designed with you in mind. I'm your host, Randy Kendrick, and any opinions expressed here are mine and mine alone and only that, so take them with a grain of salt. With that said, we're going to be talking about subscription services and how companies have fallen in love with the idea of selling you something, often at great expense, and then charging you month after month after month to use whatever it is that you bought from them. Now, in some cases, I can see that there are costs involved to those companies and that a reasonable charge for a subscription might be justifiable. However, some of them are just overreach and egregious money grabs, in my opinion, and we will talk about that as well. So the kind of thing I'm talking about, let's just go through a few examples. Uh, exercise equipment. I remember it used to be if you wanted to buy an exercise bicycle or a treadmill or a rowing machine or something of that nature, you go down and buy it, you take it home, set it up, and you use it until it doesn't work anymore or until it becomes a clothes rack in your bedroom or exercise room. But in any case, there were no ongoing fees charged to you to use the equipment that you purchased. Well, now a lot of companies have gone to putting screens on them and, uh, making virtual trainers and exercise classes a part of the device itself, but you have to pay to get those. And if you don't, the functionality is severely limited and you don't get the full benefit of what it is you purchased. Now, another example would be software as a service. I'm not a fan of this either. Companies like Microsoft and Adobe, uh, Adobe Creative Suite is their software for making audio and video recordings and enhancing photographs and things like that. And Microsoft Office is the standard around the world for office productivity software. Well, these things uh, are now sold on a subscription basis where you pay every month for it. Now, I think Microsoft still sells a standard purchase option, but you don't get uh, all the most recent updates and benefits of that and you also have to buy the next version when it comes out if you want it. Or you don't, just don't use the software and you find an open source alternative, something like oh, LibreOffice or OpenOffice, something like that. But Microsoft Office is the standard. And if you want it, you pay for it monthly. Also, my TiVo, that's a DVR, a digital video recorder that I have in my entertainment center. And I bought that box and it's not cheap and it lets me record TV programs from my antenna. However, if I just went out and bought it and hooked it up, it is of no value until I sign up for a subscription and give them a credit card. And the reason for that is they say that the subscription gives you access to the on-screen programming guide. Now you need that guide to be able to see what shows are on what channels and to set the recorder up to record those programs. So without that, it's basically a worthless piece of electronic hardware just sitting there and you have no functionality after buying it. So you buy something and then you pay over and over for the right to use it. Now, this model is making headway into the automotive industry, sad to say. I saw an article on YouTube, a video on YouTube from Steve Lato on Lato's Law. And he is an attorney in Michigan and he was talking about this uh, Several manufacturers have tried to do this and it is getting worse and worse. Uh, I think it is uh, 
I could be wrong on this, but BMW, I believe, uh, made heated seats. You buy them in your car, but then if you want to use them, you pay them a subscription every month. Um, also, Tesla apparently has subscription models for some of its features on its cars. And now Toyota, when you buy a Toyota with remote start on the key fob, it won't work unless you have a subscription and you pay them monthly. And this one in particular seems to be really extreme overreach because there is no outside entity needed. Same way for heated seats or for Apple CarPlay. All of these features are inherently contained within the car itself and the key fob. If you have something like OnStar, I can see how that's justified. You have a call center of people to take calls from people in distress. You have a cellular network to pay for. All of those things I can understand. But when these are things that don't need to communicate back to headquarters and they're just doing it to pull money out of your pocket, that seems to be egregious overreach to me. And I think we need some consumer protection legislation to stop that. Now, this makes me very glad that my cars are older. I have uh, a one vehicle in particular, that actually two vehicles in particular, that don't have uh, the electronics to start the car. You have uh, a key fob on both of them, and it doesn't start the car. It lets you just unlock and lock your doors. And the keys themselves are not even electronic keys, so you don't have to buy expensive replacements. I can just go down and have new keys cut on them. And then uh, my wife has a car that does have electronics and a fob that will start the car. She can start it from the phone. And to my knowledge, unless they hid that away, the manufacturer of her car, uh, it does not cause any subscriptions to kick in after some trial period. But those are things to watch out for. I mean, people now can see where you are. The manufacturers can find the car. They can track it down. And I'm just kind of glad I'm through buying cars because it's bad enough. New cars now have a feature that turns them on and off every time you come to a stoplight. And in most cases, you can't turn that off. And it's meant as a fuel-saving measure, which I understand, but it also uh, seems to me to be rough on the automobile to be starting and stopping constantly. And I am not a fan of those, and I think the savings is probably minimal. You can do more keeping your tire pressures right and driving properly rather than taking off at lights and then slowing down suddenly and doing all of the bad driving behaviors that we know about that people do. But in any case... Uh, that's something that is intrusive, but they're not charging you for that. Now, I mean, what's next? Are they going to charge you for windshield wiper subscriptions? Um, things like, I know that we have Sirius XM subscriptions on cars now. Are they going to start charging you for turning on your FM radio or your heater or your air conditioner or rolling down your windows or even, you know, letting your engine start? Uh, those may seem extreme, but this model, as it moves forward, Companies are finding more and more things they can put on subscription plans. And so with that said, if I ever do go out and buy another car, I guarantee you it won't be a Toyota and it probably won't be a Hyundai. I understand they're doing the same thing as well. But whoever is pushing these types of uh, behaviors out there and basically screwing over their customers I will not get my business. And so I don't need a car right now. I mean, I, we are set for cars, 
But if I ever am in the market for another car, it won't be a Toyota uh, because of this behavior. And any other manufacturer that does the same thing will not get my business. So that's it for today from the Boomers and More podcast. And I hope you found that informative. And until next time, this is Randy Kendrick saying so long for now.